well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, officially welcome to the Boys Podcast Live. This is episode five. We are joined by the normals, the normies, the usuals, the usuals. We'll go with that word instead, because we are in fact not normies. We are meme lords of the internet, uh, and you will bow to our power. Ha <laughs> ha! Anyways, guys, uh, welcome <laughs> to the show. I am joined by uh, my fellow uh, compatriots and hosts, Andy and Christian. How are we doing, fellas? Oh, pretty good. We are pogging. We're pogging is the word of the day. Pog. Uh, we're introducing a new segment to the podcast, Word of the Day. Pogging. Don't look it up. Pogging. It's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, let's go ahead and jump right into our, our, first, uh, our first segment of the day. Uh, Florida man drunkenly stabs his friend with a medieval sword for hogging the TV remote, which, guys, uh, makes a lot of sense, to be completely honest. It's reasonable. I don't know why this is a news story. Seems like a normal day in Florida. Uh, but the two apparently got into such a heated argument over the TV remote, Christopher Glenn pulled out a sword and stabbed his friend. Uh, the Florida man allegedly stabbed another individual. Now they're doubling back. They said it was his friend. Now it's just another individual. I don't know what's going on here. Get some some better news reporting from uh, news spelled K N E W Z beta. So it is in beta. We can't blame them too much uh, for this. Uh, but they they did report that alcohol played a role in the alleged act of violence, which actually that comes as a shock to me. I thought it would be something much worse. <laughs> man on alcohol. I That's like how in this news report they note out that they proceeded to read him his Miranda rights, saying, God, that I need to know that piece of information. Well, it is very important to know that he was properly processed uh, as a as a wild and vicious criminal. Um, it looks like, honestly, the picture of this guy, let me see if I can uh, pull it up so you guys can see it in one of the webcams. It's over my webcam right now. That's, that's, that's the picture of the guy. It kind of looks like he wants to go to jail, to be completely honest. It looks like Hopefully, his quality of life in jail may actually be better <laughs> than outside of jail. And yes, you're right. He does look like Christian. He does not <laughs> look like me. What? Y'all are some fakes. Fake news. Yeah, what, what we said, Andy? Hashtag fake news beta. The unnamed victim of the stabbing over the TV remote was still in the apartment when authorities arrived at the bloody scene. Like, can you imagine the con the conversation that happened between them? Like, oh, bro, you just stabbed me. Like, what the heck? I'm just going to sit here and just bleed out while the ambulance gets here. I mean, what choice do you have, really? What was the conversation, do you think, between the friend and the guy? Like, um, when, when we're like by, by, by the look of him, by the look of him. With something like, you have a goddamn, you have a goddamn TV remote. You have a TV remote. Son of a bitch, I know you got it. He's like, no, I don't have it, man. I don't have it. I know you got my goddamn TV remote, motherfucker. And then he just stabs him. Um, hey, can you imagine like the thought process of like this fucker has the the remote for my TV? I'm gonna go grab my sword. I mean, okay, what are you grabbing? A knife, bro? You app amateur hour out here getting I'm a kitchen knife? Politely. I'm using the word <laughs> "please" as my weapon, like. <laughs> Uh, although he only, it looks like, uh, Glenn, the victim of Glenn, Christopher Glenn, uh, the attack, he was only stabbed in the left arm and leg, so he wasn't going for a kill shot there. He was just kind of going for, uh, 
maybe inflicting a little pain, well, trying to coax the remote. He had better aim than he would have got him when he stabbed the man. So that's I actually like... impressive that he wasn't able to stab someone in center mass. How do you? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna preface this by saying I personally have not stabbed a lot of people in my life. Uh, that number is actually zero. Uh, but I feel like if I were to, in a hypothetical situation for training, let's say, uh, I would be able to, uh, you know, <laughs> not miss. <laughs> like, That'd be important. I, I guess alcohol really was involved if this man was playing drunken darts with a sword in his friend's body. Um, at close range. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, not, not life-threatening injuries, just a little pain, a little blood loss. Uh, <laughs> and then apparently, uh, the guy who did the stabbing was not even able to flee the scene because of a disability. So, that's... He uh looks like he has one. Huh? I'll say that. What's that supposed to mean, Christian? It just looks like he has one. Oh, yeah? One. Look at, look at, oh, look yeah? At, look oh, yeah, him. Christian? You just want to go around looking at people? Say what you think they have. What is this? I'm judging a book by its cover. That's what I'm doing. Excellent. Perfect. I, I correct. That is, that, is, that is nothing less than exceptional. <laughs> oh, Lord. Christian, okay. If you were to uh, uh, have a disagreement with your roommate that came to you stabbing them, hypothetically, um, how would you do it? How would I do it? This is kind of like an O.J. Simpson if I did it, but before it happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, first, the argument would have to be something really important. So, okay. so like the TV remote. Yeah, okay, sure. The TV remote. Um, well, I guess I would have to go. I don't think I would have a sword on hand, but, you know, I think I'll just go grab You call yourself a man. Just, like, throw it, you know? I wouldn't okay. like, stab him. I'll just chuck it. Because I okay. feel like if you were to run, I definitely wouldn't be able to catch up to him because I am not that fast. Okay. And I don't have a lot of stamina. So, like, I just, I'd have to throw it and just, like, you know, hope for the best there. Okay. Well, at least he's realistic about the, you know, the, the scenario. Ever want to overestimate yourself in a fight? Yeah. How about you, Andy? What would you do if I, if I had your TV remote and I was withholding? I'd keister that shit and wouldn't give it back. <laughs> <laughs> Be like the angry kid from the World of Warcraft video, shoves it up his bum yep. because his parents killed his. <laughs> yep. No, I'm, you're not gonna watch my show. <laughs> oh no, I was straight up stab. Okay. I, I wouldn't play around. Yeah. Wow. Andy, you, Andy ain't playing no motherfucking games. I, I will cut you if you steal my remote. <laughs> Hypothetically, me. in a training situation. Hypothetically, okay, FBI, I know you're watching right now. Yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well. To go from this topic uh, onto a slightly more serious topic, uh, over the weekend, some of you may be aware that there were a couple shootings in uh, the United States once again, uh, one being in Austin, one being in Georgia, and where was the third one? Uh, there was quite a few. There was one in, I think, uh, oh, was it Georgia? Illinois, I think. Illinois some, something like shooting. that. We're not... And the point of this, we're not going to go in and discuss every nuance and what we think should have happened or how to prevent that. But I wa what I want to do is uh, have a quick conversation chat. You guys are f uh, feel free to uh, join in as well. 
but talk about where, where we're at because obviously situations like this and events like this are you know huge uh catalysts for um discussions about gun control and laws and how we view that stuff so i'm curious to hear you know obviously it's been a, it's been a topic for a long time in our country as well as other countries and we look at you know countries like uh switzerland or what country is it where almost every citizen is like required to be armed that's sweden switzerland switzerland and then like new zealand almost like never has any like gun violence at all um Dude, new zealand is on grade they don't have gun violence like they are just i think that i think they're just they're all just like sheep new zealand you're not even allowed to own a gun you're yeah. allowed to own rifles and specific purposes but not mm -hmm. guns well canada's getting that way canada gun laws are, are way more strict than, than than the united states but andy i'm curious to hear your perspective on you know just in light of the, the most recent events um you know your perspective on on where we stand as a country as a nation with guns and obviously i mean i'm not like a psycho you know crazy gun activist but it's like i like my gun i'm happy that i have my gun in case i ever need to defend myself or you know defend my home um mm -hmm. but i'm also like i am a sane individual who's not going to go use it for you know whatever but i'm curious what, what your thoughts are because obviously not everyone is a sane individual yeah yeah, I mean, I think that our Second Amendment gives us the unalienable right to possess a firearm, you know, in your residence or uh, on your person. And I grew up in an area, I grew up in Idaho, and Idaho has constitutional carry. And for those of you who don't know what constitutional carry is, uh, you don't need a concealed weapons permit to carry it on your person. You just have to be a resident of the state. You just have to uh, be over a certain age, and you can carry it anywhere that's not restricted, federal buildings, schools, what have you. Um, so my perspective is on it is going to be a lot different than somebody else who may have grown up not around them. Um, but I think that, uh, as a whole, if you were to go back 40 or 50 years, most likely you would have more emphasis on boy scout programs. You'd have more emphasis on, um, you know, outdoorsmanship. Um, there was a lot more awareness around the subject and people back then, I think, because you came from an era, you know, the 40s and, and 50s, where a lot of people lived really rural, and, you know, the interstate highway system hadn't been fully created yet. Um, you know, people relied on guns as tools. And I think when big cities started popping up and, um, you know, cities like the shooting in Austin happened, the shooting, you know, shootings happen everywhere, Chicago. Um, I think that when everyone became more condensed, of course, there was more violence, there's more problems, more mental health issues. Um, so I think that people, you know, when you cram millions of people into a tiny city, there's going to be problems, you know, not everyone's going to get along with each other, uh, so on and so forth. But I, I, it's, it's touchy because I think that our rights should not be restricted. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that we should go by M1 Abrams tanks, but, you know, I'm thinking that if I go into a gun store and I have a clean criminal record, I think that I should be able to walk out with that firearm, you know, relatively easily. Um, I have a firearm. Uh, I had to use it to defend my family and my property uh, earlier. Uh, well, late last uh, year in October, I pulled my rifle and um, basically detained someone uh, who was trying to break into my vehicle. Uh, he had an object in his hand that uh, could have been used to hurt me. and. Um, 
what was frustrating about that whole situation is uh, I had called 911 ahead of time saying that I'm going to confront this guy. He's actively uh, breaking into my vehicle. I had the rifle. I told him that it was loaded uh, and that I intend to use it if I need to. And they said that I could file a report online. They did not send anyone out until after I asked if it was fine if I shot them and filed a report later. Uh, so then they decided to send someone out. And that's more like a, a policing problem. But, um, you know, it's it's hard because as a you know responsible gun owner, you know, my gun has a, a safety lock on it. My gun is kept three steps away from firing it. Um, you know, it's locked away in a closet, ammunition separate from the gun. And what, uh, so what do you so mean forth. by three steps away from firing it, by the way, for some of the people in the chat? Yeah, so, um, you know, basically that's just the, the amount of steps I have to take in order to intentionally fire that weapon. So my weapon has a safety switch I have to disable. My gun has to be loaded, uh, which means I have to go find my ammunition and then load it into the rifle. And I have to remove my trigger lock off my rifle in order to shoot it. Uh, so I have to very purposefully grab my weapon, complete these steps in order for it to be operable. Uh, so it's not like my gun is just going to jump up and kill someone, and it's not like I'm just going to jump up and go crazy psycho killer. Like, it would have to be heavily premeditated, the fact that I intend to use my weapon. Um, and so with that being said, you know, it's it's for hunting. It's a, it's a hunting rifle. That's all it is. And But it's intended, you know, if I need to use it, to use it. And uh, I think that people don't know how to deal with conflict nowadays. Uh, they don't know how to talk to each other. And I think that, you know, when you going back to the whole city thing, you know, this seems to be a really city city problem. This isn't a rural issue. This is a city issue. Um, you cram a lot of people really close together with, uh, you know, huge, you know, gaps in inequality and wealth and socioeconomic uh, status. You tell them to cope with the problems. You don't give them a lot of really good resources for dealing with mental health, because I'm not sure if you've ever been to a counselor, but counseling is like $115 for 45 minutes of counseling. And, um, you know, and then you basically say, oh, and by the way, you have the legal right to buy a firearm and, and carry it and use it if you need to. And these guys don't have these outlets to handle their mental health problems. They're quick to temper. They, you know, they're not taught coping skills as a kid. And so the first thing they do when they're mad is I have a gun. I'm going to use it to take care of the person that's pissing me off. And they just don't stop and think about what the issue is. Yeah. And I think that we have a lot of that. You know, it's it's a combination of really big cities, lack of adequate mental health services, and poor coping skills that are taught at an early age. Uh, you know, just an overall lack of critical thinking. I think drives into it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of impulse impulse control that is missing in uh, in in current society and what we're teaching people. I think that we live in a in a living fast and on demand world where if you don't get what you want right away you're not getting what you want and that doesn't necessarily that's not an that's not an exact correlation to why gun violence happens but it is a you know something to explain where our current society is and how we view it and i was lucky enough that i was raised you know not not like that i think most of us were um but it's we're it's it's seeming to become more prevalent or at least people that are behaving in that way are now gaining more prevalence or i'm seeing it more often where uh, I'm sure there's always been entitled people and always been people who don't quite think right. Um, but I'm, I'm becoming increasingly aware of that, of that egocentric kind of, um, you know, slightly narcissistic and, and no one's ever corrected that. And so they just continue living their life that way. And then just, there's just no thought for, like, I'm just going to go do this thing. And it's not 
the decisions already been made by the way that they've been living their life. They don't necessarily, you know, sit down and say, all right, I'm going to go commit a mass shooting. Uh, but that decision has been made by all the decisions they've made in their life, becoming the person they've become. I think that's, so it's, it's not only an issue with, with gun control or that, um, but it's an issue with how we're raising people and how people are uh, being taught, you know, what is, what is the proper way to live life. Um, and I think that, honestly, I'm kind of a believer in people need uh, a little bit of a firmer hand. Um, you know, discipline as kids, I think, is huge. And when you don't get that, you know, you're as a kid, you're a spoiled brat. As an adult, you're, you know, you can be entitled and things like that. So I think that it's really important that, uh, you know, parents take responsibility upon themselves to not only raise their child in a loving environment, but understanding that discipline is loving them. And that's something that, you know, as a kid, you don't really understand that, that much uh, when your parents are, you know, spanking you or timing you out or grind, grounding you. They're like, we're doing this because we love you. And I'm like, doesn't fucking seem like it. Fuck. <laughs> uh, but then you grow up in a, into an adult and you, you know, have some of these, these skills and characteristics or character values. You're like, hey, actually, I am better equipped to be an adult now uh, because I had those lessons taught to me. Um, but, you know. Uh, on the gun control, I think, you know, maybe onto something with uh, the people being condensed into certain areas. And maybe cities need to have more gun control, and rural areas don't. And maybe that's something we would work toward where it's a compromise of, hey, if you're, uh, you know, you live on a ranch or a farm or, fuck, even like a suburban neighborhood, like, yeah, own your guns. Be fine. But if you live in a city... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and that's that's not necessarily what I'm advocating for either. It's just, you know, it was more just like a that's a catalyst as everyone's being shoved together. Mm. And, you know, I, I still think that, you know, everyone should have the right to bear firearms in their own residence, even if they live in a city. Um, you know, I just I think that the city should take more time and emphasis on treating mental health problems before they become problems. So I know that people in my personal life have, you know, tried to seek out mental health help. And they just can't because they can't afford it. And the city gives it away to homeless people or gives it away to, you know, guys that basically work at, you know, these dead end jobs that make minimum wage. Uh, and the guys that are making, you know, 15, 20, 30 dollars an hour who, you know, have mortgages and families and, and, you know, bills are tight because of, you know, they may have lost their job just now. They can't afford it because of their income being so high. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm a numbers guy. So when I look at it. Um, if you look from like 2007 to 2008, there were 61 mass shootings total. So like five per year, something like that. And then you look at this year and it's literally there have been like 145, 47, something like that this year. That's literally one per day. That's more than one per day, actually, if you think about it this year alone. Uh, to me, that's just kind of crazy to think about how we went from you know, like five a year to like literally more than one per day. Like that's just, a, that's the society we live in now. And that to me just kind of is mind boggling. I don't even know how we got from being peaceful to a, to a degree to, you know, now we're just going to take our anger out or whatever, our mass shooting or blah, blah, blah. I honestly think that it has slightly to do with over reporting. And that's one thing that I think, I think that if less mass shootings were reported in the news, there would be less mass shootings. I would agree with that statement for sure. I mean, the news does a, a really good job at shifting public perspective. And it's unfortunate because 
you can have one event and one news outlet will say one thing and then other news outlet says something completely different about the exact same thing. Well, I, think... I mean, it's not even about like the right reasons. It's not like they're even reporting it half a time for like it's sad they're using it to you know it's news. Um, advance our own political agenda or it's, something whatever. it's, it's news and it's not like there's nothing wrong with reporting news right that's why they're there the thing is is like i think that for certain things i don't know this is gonna start to talk about you know between our constitutional right for freedom of the press <laughs> but uh like i'm just i was literally saying that i guarantee I, well i'm not gonna put a number out there but i'm sure that a lot of people or a lot of uh of individuals who have committed mass shootings would have never done it if they had never heard about a mass shooting. That idea would have never been planted in their brain if they hadn't ever seen a news story. And it's in the news so much, that idea gets spread around more, the more people that hear it, it plants in their brain. And if, if it wasn't reported, if they never heard in the news, maybe they would have done something else instead. Maybe they would have burned something down. Or, you know, I don't know. I just think that, I think that for certain things that like, it, there, there was a direct correlation, I believe, in my mind, that uh, from the amount of mass shootings that were reported to the amount of mass shootings that happened. That, that was my thing about the news. But I think that it's just, it's like, it's like subliminal advertising, right? Where you just, you get ideas in your head and you don't really think anything of it, but then you get into a dark place or you, you start to be like, I'm just going to go out with a bang or something like that. And you're like, damn, what should I do? Oh, I know. I saw this in the news. What a great way to go out. Like, yeah. So be made a martyr for a cause. I mean, that's part of it, too. You know, people, they have a cause and they just, you know, basically see that's the only way to bring attention to it is to, you know, unfortunately kill a lot of innocent people to prove a point. All right. Well, that was a good conversation. Um, Obviously, a little bit heavier there. But let's go ahead and move on to uh, another thing here. So, okay. Uh, Unreal Engine 5. Uh, we've got the next-gen real-time demo running on PlayStation 5. Um, we can show you a short clip of it, but let's talk about it first, Andy. So what do you know? You brought this up today. Uh, what do you know yeah. so far about the, uh, the new Unreal Engine 5? It's beautiful. That's what I do know. Um, so we've been running Unreal Engine 4 for a lot of the AAA titles. Uh, AAA titles, for those who are unaware, are the really high-end development cost games that these multi, you know, huge conglomerate studios put together, and those are like your $50, $60 games. Um, the way that, you know, the games are rendered is basically they use little tiny polygons, little tiny triangles to render in. And for the longest time, lighting has been a huge concern for the engine. Um, you can't create um, basically real-time lighting. Uh, you would generally in the old engines have to render it frame by frame. Uh, this engine takes it to a whole new level and not has uh, not only has one, but has two separate uh, rendering engines inside of it. Uh, so in the clip, if uh, you show them, uh, eventually I'll talk about it now, but they uh, they take static uh, objects, put them on just a little tiny frame, and it's millions. Like I think in the the clip that they put, they have 33 million triangles in a single object, and it renders light in real time like nothing else. Uh, it literally looks like a like a CGI movie. That's how smooth these graphics are, mm. and it's rendering it in real time at 60 FPS. It it it's gonna blow any <clears throat> sort of graphic and any game you've ever played away by far for any game that's going to introduce uh, Real Engine 5 in it. 
Yeah, so let me pull that over real quick. Um, that's that's what Annie's talking about right there. Blow this up. <laughs> Perfect. Looks great. Excellent. Uh, how do I want to do this? Nope. Oh, I know. Hold on. Chat. You guys think we're not a professional production? Think again. Boom. Look at that. Um, so yeah, this is what he's talking about. He's got all these all these uh all these little cones and shit. Um cones these and shit. Triangles, each a different color. Most are so small. Technical that they term look cones like and shit. Nana yep. achieves detail down to the pixel. So the way the terrain's rendered is basically just uh triangles. That's that's all it is. And so what your GPO is doing is translating those shaders into uh you know texture and if you look in real time rendering he's zooming in it's it's just incredibly beautiful uh the texture in it well, i mean i think as he zooms in the resolution changes as well pretty sure i can't like the resolution is dynamic so he's playing with lighting there but as you see i mean it, it Changes the cave lighting, the light hits the dust in the cave, so there's like a dusty light effect. Ripples in the sand. I mean, I, if Aww. a game. Yeah, look at that. All right, guys, make sure you get your new 4080 TIs so you can play with <laughs> Unreal Engine 5. Available in 2040. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Although we, with um, Unreal Engine 5, you can actually go up to 12K, I believe, right? <laughs> because it allows for greater file sizes. I mean, can you even imagine 12K, dude? I thought 4K and 8K were like a top of the line. But now we, we're thinking about Still 12K. 80 here. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is just a lot. It's kind of crazy to think about you know, how far we've come in such a... I think a short amount of time. Yeah, well, you guys, guys, make sure you go check out this video on your own. Um, I'll go ahead and drop the link in the chat here, so you guys can go check it out. Because obviously, it'll look better on uh, on the on your screen than it will on our stream. But yeah, go check that out. Unreal Engine Five. That's gonna be that's gonna be insane. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to you know a lot of games. I forget is Tark no Tarkov's on Unity. Never mind. Uh, so fuck that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, Destiny 2, I mean, Destiny 2, I don't think uses the Unreal Engine, but Destiny 2 itself is already a beautiful game. Could you imagine Destiny oh 3 and Unreal Engine 5 with all those particle effects from all the... So all the Destiny 3 ever becomes a thing. I right. think they're sticking with Destiny 2 and just kind of cycling out the content. I think that's what they announced. Yeah. Destiny Content Vault. Sad. Destiny 2 on oh, top. I don't understand why Destiny 2 uses Unreal Engine 1. That's why I, I don't understand. Oh, it does use Re Unreal Engine. I don't really it know used, about... Uh, it uses 1.0. That's it. Hmm. Well, either way, it'll be it'll be really cool to see what games utilize it and if we're actually able to uh, to play those games on uh, on with, with that much. I mean, obviously, you'll be able to t tone it down in settings and stuff. Um, but it'll be it'll be crazy. Uh, but moving on to another, actually, did you guys want to say anything else? Okay. Uh, moving on to another thing for those Escape from Tarkov fans. Of course, I'm I'm wrangling Tarkov into this once again. Um, but there was a new teaser trailer for the new map, the Streets of Tarkov. So I'm gonna play a portion of that trailer here today. 
Uh, it'll be the second of three uh, kind of video game related things we'll be doing today on the stream. So uh, buckle down, just take a take a gander and feel free, boys, to do some live commentary on this. Well, before before this even begins, too, I I uh, was taking a look at this before, and most of their maps introduce a mix of urban and uh, you know suburban mm -hmm. maps, but this one is going to be strictly just urban warfare, yep. and it actually looks super cool. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really really crazy. With uh, you know, I think that well, we'll get into it, and I'll, I'll commentate as we go here. But looking at you know some of like all the windows dude i as a tarkov player i can't imagine how many of those windows people are going to sit in and, and camp out i of. was just about to ask I'm, if you I'm, can shoot out of all so, those windows i don't know about all of them but i'm terrified for the ones that you can <laughs> my god so then you know right right Ooh, back yeah right back there it's kind of like the parking garage that you have on interchange Oh, there are so many spots to camp in this building. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. And like these windows here. Like, look at that, dude. Oh my god, somebody has a flashlight, dude. It's over for you. <laughs> oh, trust me. Have you I watched my stream? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's these okay, courtyards but are these. I wanna I wanna also look at this. Look at the look at the monitor falling over. I don't think that was something that is uh was in Tarkov or is in Tarkov right now? Objects like that. So I don't know if they're I, and well, then like probably... destructible environments. Just about to say that. There's a there's a clip later in this that uh. Oh, disgusting! This is that uh, that is disgusting. <laughs> Got the grenade launcher. <laughs> so then, this is this would be the first uh, destructible environment in Tarkov where you could actually breach yeah. open a wall. Well, the wall blew open. Yeah, yeah well, well then it was an explosion. You could blow through the wall because it looked like the wall was yeah. crumbling with the bullets a little bit. Yep. So he shot a he shot a grenade launcher and that breached open the wall. But you could tell if you go uh, if I go back here right before he blows that up. Uh, okay. Come on. Surprise, yeah, you can look at the wall, and you can see that it looks like it's basically got kind of a a cracked area. So it's like a preset area that you can breach through. Um, but it's not it's not broken at the start of the raid. But you could like breach it. I don't know if it has to be a grenade, or there is a breach mechanic by like kicking open doors. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Well, just looking at the uh the courtyards and everything between all the buildings it's going to really uh force you to play more tactically you know clear each window hug the yeah. walls it's gonna you know not promote running out in the open which this game doesn't really already do that yeah you know, you're not supposed to be running out in the open but especially in an urban environment it's going to get people thinking clearing stairs up and down clearing right. corners a lot better i mean it, i mean I think... you can only really be a chat in the building and just like run through the building but i mean you can't do that right the here or anything like that right here it's anybody's guess as to what the fuck this means 
<laughs> so we're no one it might be a new scav boss uh be raiders is it honestly that guy kind of right in the middle there kind of looks like a scav boss kind of does because a lot of times scav bosses they don't wear helmets they kind of do their own thing so uh we'll see i just can't tell what he's holding looks like uh i don't know i wonder if they can shoot that many tank i doubt it i think it's probably going to be like an event um or or it's or it's just a or it's just a graphic who knows um but cool so that is uh that's the new streets of tarkov uh trailer um apparently there's you know they've been working on that for a very very long time so tarkov players are very excited for that if you guys don't have escape from tarkov go buy it go have fun spend all your hard-earned money on that one video game that is totally perfect and doesn't have any problems whatsoever um, well, not James doesn't complain about every time he dies. No, 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 no. Don't, don't hate the players. Hate the game. I mean, wait, what? No, hate the, hate the players, not the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so you know, while we're at it, why don't we just go ahead and bop into the next uh, video that we're gonna watch? We can talk about this one too. This one's honestly is it's just it's just fucking awesome. Uh, some of you may have seen it already, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show it. We're gonna have fun. All right, so it's going to be the, uh, and this is actually going to be really great for the people who are listening on Spotify. So, <laughs> get fucked. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll just, we'll stay silent and won't commentate anything. Like, guys, that looks so great, didn't it? <laughs> um, honestly, my first impression <clears throat> of this uh, trailer is that it looks like Battlefield 4, in a way. It looks like Battlefield 4, but more futuristic. I feel it. I definitely got the futuristic vibe. I like this one. He get, he gives the thumbs up. And then... <laughs> <laughs> um, The fact that he pulls out a wingsuit, I, I kind of hope that there is a wingsuit in uh, this yeah. game. But I am so hyped for this. Just like that, man. Fucking dog just takes off. Yeah, dude. Good boy. I like how they stayed with conventional tanks here. Yeah. Didn't do anything overboard. I mean, uh, just that clip alone where they pulled down the gate, that kind of makes me think that there's like some sort of siege game mode in a way. Like an actual siege. Mm -hmm. Conventional attack loadouts and everything too. Yep. It's like I doesn't have his attack visor pulled down or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think his facial would have saved him from that knife. <laughs> uh, that is fair. But <laughs> oh, snow maps. That's been a long time since I've yep. introduced full robust snow maps. Looks like they're gonna get it though. And those tanks do look sick. The snow and ice uh, capable vehicles. I see SpaceX made it in here. Yep. <laughs> Elon! I don't know, I can't tell if all these people, like if this is a campaign or if there will be that many people in an actual multiplayer game mode. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of this campaign. 
Because if there were that many people in the multiplayer game, that kind of reminds me of Planetside 2, I think it's called. It seems like they're bringing like a mix of Battlefield 4 maps in here, like you were saying, for sure. Yeah, I played Battlefield 4 for a hot minute, and I'm just getting a bunch of Battlefield 4 vibes. Kind of like how um, Black Ops 3 was just like a reskin, sort of, but just more futuristic. We're just not gonna question how there was an ATV on the roof in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and Arctic in the chat is saying there isn't a campaign, it's only multiplayer. Is that true? Oh, that's gonna be so nice. You don't have to play the campaign to unlock your games. Let me take a fully focus on the multiplayer. Hundred and twenty-eight players oh, in a single lobby. Whoa. Oh, I hope you can do that in game. Oh no, you definitely can't do that in no. game. Well, you no, you can't. Can you can't. Okay, you definitely. You can't. You, you can were able to because do that. that's literally they they put that in there as an Easter egg from the guy who actually did it. That old clip. Yes, it was done in game. Yeah, we're gonna watch that again just because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> For those on on the on the Spotify listening, it's where he jumps out of the jet shoots the uh, other jet with a bazooka and then hops back in his jet which is totally realistic in real life yeah you definitely can that's standard training for air force pilots yep with your with your okay, pocket me, pocket bazooka <laughs> you can but the odds of that happening are just so astronomically low But wait, there's weather? more. It's a motherfucking tornado! <laughs> oh, yeah, dynamic weather. I totally forgot about this in the trailer. I don't know how I forgot about this. Ah, come on, guys. If you want dynamic weather, go play Tarkov, where you get to listen to it rain 80% of the time. <laughs> God, I think that's so cool. Imagine you're winning, you're, you're like, a, like a 20 KD in the match, and all of a sudden you get sucked into a hurricane, you're like, never mind. <laughs> no, I wonder if the the paths for the tornado and stuff are preset, and then it destructs a part of the environment, and it's just all like, you know, preset, it's not RNG or, you know, physics-based, anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I sincerely hope that it's, you know, more physics-based than anything else, and it actually pulls up and it's all RNG based for the path and it can destroy yeah. parts of the map, but it's just totally random. It's not like, you know, a certain amount of presets or something like that. So we've got... Battlefield's always had kind of a special sauce when it comes to, like, destructible environments and, like, weather. Especially, like, uh, Taloon or whatever the name of that map was. That was my, like, all-time mm. favorite map. And, uh, oh, the... I forget, the one that you're in the South China Sea and the, the tsunami happens. That one was pretty cool, too. Yeah, so it looks like uh, actually tomorrow we're going to get a gameplay reveal of uh, of what actual gameplay will look like in that game. Uh, and then the game should be coming out October 22nd. Uh, so we've got a little little ways uh, out for this game, but honestly looks looks really cool. And I'm excited to see what the gameplay is. Hopefully they can, um, you know, live up to somewhat of a, of a you know, we got the cinematic trailer that looks awesome. Let's hope that the gameplay is equally as awesome because it's always really disappointing. 
I mean, it's like the fucking mobile game thing. They show this like great video for a mobile game, and you go on and you're just like, what the fuck, bro? Or I think I can compare it to League skins. They always look so cool for like every sort of <laughs> fan art that they do. And then you buy it, and it just looks like pure shit in game. Yeah. Which is, you um, know, it's, it's understandable. Like, it can happen. And I get that, like, you want to advertise your game to the best that you can uh, and get people to click on it. But, like, damn. It'd be really cool if one of these days they actually made the game like that, you know? Um, I think there hasn't, in my opinion, I haven't really liked any of the Battlefield games since Battlefield 4. So, that might be a bold statement, but I didn't like Battlefield 1, didn't like Hardline, I don't know. I just, I think this will be a breath of life if it lives up to its trailer. Well, I think this kind of ties into, you know, like E3 too. Uh, E3 tournament or E3 uh, game conferences this week. Uh, you know, everyone's kind of doing their big reveals. Uh, Battlefield is, I believe, doing it at E3. Um, so, I mean, all the all the really big game companies are out there. There's going to be some really big stuff coming from it. Call of Duty has something. Jurassic Park is coming. Um, there's the Among Us updates, Payday 3, <laughs> uh, Overwatch uh, 2 is being discussed there, Far Cry oh, yeah. 6, Evil Dead, Elden Ring. I mean, there are some really, really, really lucrative games that people have, you know, been huge fans of the franchise of. Guerrilla Coll uh, Collective's there. Is Dying Light 2 making an appearance? Um... I, I think so. the reason why for. is Rust, Rust and uh, Dawn are dead before Dawn or Dawn, dead by daylight. Know, dead by daylight. We're doing a thing, so I think they're going to be doing a little bit there. Um, you know, Ubisoft Forward is happening right around then. So Rainbow Six is getting some love. Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed. Um, there's a uh, Avatar uh, reveal for the spoiler new game for Avatar. Which I don't know about you, but I uh, I've been the biggest Avatar geek ever since it came out. Like mm. I literally watched it every weekend for like three months. Every time I could get in the theater. That's a time commitment, uh, bro. Holy. Oh, I loved it though. You know, just like get the boys together, pot. You know, just sit there, popcorn, soda, sit in a theater for a cheap three or four dollar seat. Oh, and yeah. uh, now they're coming out with the the new uh, the new release for it. Uh, you know, they're it's as you know going to come out for. Uh, the new movie in 2022, Avatar 2, and then every two years after oh, that, shit. he's going to create a new movie. Uh, so, I mean, some really big stuff coming from E3, and I'm sad that I'm, I haven't cracked it open yet and started watching it. <laughs> Is that going on right now? Um, I believe so. So, the, um, the Gearbox uh, E3 starts at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so it started 16 minutes ago, uh, and that starts today. So okay. that's currently going on. Mech Warrior. Um, I'm not sure if you uh, were around when Mech Warrior One came around. Um, you used to play with a joystick. You used to have an actual joystick to control your. Oh, mech. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. play. I played old joystick games. We had like uh, plug and play in the RCA uh, cables that would you, you would go into. Uh, you plug them into the into the TV. A little joystick game. Those, yeah, those, we, we never, like, our parents didn't want us to have real video games, so we played the fuck out of that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, guys, if you want to watch uh, E3 today, make sure you check that shit out, look at all that cool stuff. Um, let's go ahead and get into our last story of the day. Uh, it's a doozy. 
ladies and gentlemen, um, a Naples man calls 911 about, Mc, about a McDonald's order, and he says he has cocaine in his butt. I, uh, I recently was in contact with McDonald's about an order that I had, and uh, that actually is not something I brought up. Uh, I, left that, I left that little factoid alone. I, I kept that to myself that I had anything in my butt, um, let alone my cocaine. Um, so he, uh, he said, I have cocaine in my butt, and uh, they called 911. They were like, hey, you know, they got his burger order wrong twice. And he called him and said he's got cocaine in his butt. I need to go fast. He goes, take me to jail. I'm not leaving. And he raised his hands. And so they took him to jail. <laughs> um, we're uh, trying to figure out, you know, he basically was upset that he was not able to get his burger correct. And then at some point, we're still trying to figure out why. Why? <laughs> Is the question. Man, they messed up his burger twice, you know? That can really rile up a person. I feel like, I feel like the cocaine was in there beforehand. You know? What? Okay. It says, yeah. as the deputy was completing paperwork, Martinez shoved both bags up his anus, according to arrest reports. So, he was so mad that he got arrested for his burger order. Poor man just wanted some McDonald's. He shoved the bags up his anus. Oh, he had marijuana in his pocket. He did have that. Ah, oh, boo -hoo, um. marijuana. <laughs> so, okay, um. that, that leads me to the question, though. So, he, he got his burger to run. He was being disorderly. Police come. Came. Police come. Police come. Uh, <laughs> uh, got, wow. Yeah, he, he came. Gave there, uh, got the order wrong. They arrested him, and he goes, I got cocaine in my butt. And then he got in more trouble. And that's just, I feel like that's kind of where certain things, like, that's why I don't go outside, guys. Because typically, uh, people have cocaine in the well, butt. He tried to, he tried to fight the cops. Oh, he tried to fight them? Yes, he, he tried to combat them. Really? So, yeah. I thought it said he offered his hands towards the deputy. No, he resisted arrest without. Oh, I mean, without violence, but he oh, still he, resisted. He kept trying to get up. Okay. Do you yeah, know? Uh, do you know how they check for drugs at a uh, roadside check? The old. I just want to see if... the crotch sniff. Yeah, something like that. They, huh. uh, they, they will cavity search you by sticking their fingers in your cavity. That is, uh, Ooh, not Mr. What I would Mr. Want. Officer, I have drugs in my butt. <laughs> Straight up, if you tell an officer that you have drugs in your anus, they will get a warrant or probable cause, and they will cavity search you. In some states, it is lawful for them to stick a finger up your anus to cavity search you. Well, I think back makes a good point. Would pee in a cup work if it's in your butt? What? Well, it take you have to wait for the lab results. It's not that pee in the cup is for whether you've ingested drugs, not whether you have them on you. Well, it's not on me; it's in me. Oh. <laughs> There's a little bit of a difference there. Hmm. You know, in jail, when you're doing an inmate intake, uh, they they bring him into a room, and they basically say, "Strip down naked, squat down, spread your cheeks, and cough." And if you don't cough right. They make you cough again, and the purpose of it is all that downward force from you squatting shoves any contents in your anus, like baggies or objects, out. And 
they have to have an officer sit there and watch you spread your butt cheeks and do that. Yeah. How do I sign up for that job? Yeah. <laughs> Go down to your local jail and say, officer, I have some drugs. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be like, I want to be the guy that's watching. <laughs> They're like, oh, man, I'm on this duty. Gotta be. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll do it. I'll do it for oh, you. I'll, co that? I'll cover. What's that you got? Hey, man, I won't say nothing, but uh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> come, come here. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. So, okay, that leads us into the question. Uh, I think we'll, we'll, go, we'll pass on the would you rather this week. What we'll do is a scenario in which you have... Uh, okay, <laughs> let, me, let me think this through. Because already, we already know... Um, let me think here. If you, if you had to hide drugs from the police, would you put it in your anus or swallow the baggie? And think about this. If you swallow the baggie, actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys go through your thought process. Anus or, so the keister or the... <laughs> Or, 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 or the okay. <laughs> Shut up, I don't do drugs. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, you're holding them for a friend. <laughs> well, Officer, these are my drugs. <laughs> I'm, these are my friends. He gave them to me. Now, if I swallow the bag, you don't have to swallow the actual, like, bag. Yes. Fuck. Think, um, think of it as like a, like a cocaine or, or... I think... I would have to uh, take one for the team and just stick it in my ass. <laughs> well, the team is you, so... <laughs> uh, well, uh, if I'm doing it for a friend, I would have to... No, no, no. It, you know, okay, uh, all right, sure, sure. Okay. For myself. If I, were, if I were doing it for myself, too, I think I'd still stick it in my ass rather than swallow a plastic purse. bag. Jail purse. Yep. I, you have to train, right? I mean, they're probably going to find out anyways. I might as well just get ready. He's like Rocky, do, 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 <laughs> practicing, rising up, back on the streets. All right. I so, mean, if you truly think about it, right, it's not like I'm really, it's not like I'm gaping myself or anything, right? Like drugs aren't that big, you know. So it's a brick of cocaine. It's <laughs> a brick. Oh, that changes no, things. I'm just kidding. Quite I'm kidding. Out. It's it's a baggie. It's a baggie. Um. Okay. And now, now that you have chosen to keister the drugs. Uh, who are you choosing to retrieve them for you? Man. Man. Is... All right. He picks man. Excellent. On my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely want my, want my fiance to know about it. So, uh, James, I'm guessing you're going to be the lucky guy All to right. uh, fist me. Mm. Don't. If that's be what hydrated. you want. <laughs> Just lubing up the fingers real quick. Um, <laughs> all right. All right, Andy. What are you going with? God, uh, well, swallowing it is really stupid, so I'm gonna have to go keister as well. Like those bags will disintegrate in the stomach acid, and that's what I was gonna say earlier. But I was like, I, 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 I want to let y'all let y'all say yeah. that one. Well, the thing with the keister too is it's not great because if a bag blows up, like your keister is really like there's a lot of soft, soft tissue, yeah, yeah, and and so like if you ingest anything up there, alcohol or drugs, yeah, if you butt, it's, butt it's, chug. Gonna, it's gonna kill you. I've never, I've never personally butt chugged, but I've heard, uh, I've heard it does wonders for the soul. <laughs> huh. Okay. Christian, we'll, want it. Christian, we'll try it when you're in Vegas. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. We'll see what happens. We'll, 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 we'll have a tube, we'll fill it up, and then we'll connect it from each bottle, and we'll just go back and forth. 
Well, I wonder what my fiance will think of that. We'll be her back, babe. We're just gonna. Oh, she can join. I don't care. Really... Oh man, that is Look, not what I want her to do. This is not. It's not. It's not an inclusive thing. Like, or it's not an exclusive thing. Everyone can join. All right. Oh, not, I can not, hop in. Just, just have the chain funnel. Chain funnel, dude. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh my god. Oh my lord. Personally, for me, yeah, I'd go to the keister as well. Uh, just because what Andy said is that if you ingest it, that the stomach acid will disintegrate the bag and any, like, if you've got pills, it'll disintegrate, like, the capsules as well, uh, and then you will just get fucked up. And people, yeah, people do die all the time from, like, swallowing it if they don't want to get in trouble. It's a really stupid thing to do. So, uh, don't ever, 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 ever swallow your drugs. It, well, the wrong way. You could swallow them, I don't care. But do it in appropriate amounts. Uh, be safe out there, kids. Do drugs, but do them safely. And well, don't don't I mean, do all of them. Just the good ones. Just just well, but then also maybe the ones that are like not like they're like good for you. Like there's you know not like the good good ones because you know the good good ones can be like kind of bad. If you know what I'm saying. So then like I'm just saying no drugs. I'm just I'm saying go no drugs here. Christian's going no drugs. All right, you can do no drugs, gang. Uh, you could do some drugs gang, but, uh, you're not allowed to do all drugs gang. And that's when you'll get in trouble, uh, with us. And the boys podcast live will come and, um, actually, I'm just not going to make any threats. <laughs> sorry, sorry, the FBI surveillance, man. I know that you're like looking really hard into this clip right now. Uh, yep. We do not affiliate ourselves or endorse doing drugs. We don't. Well... We are going to inspect your cavity to make sure you're not doing drugs. Alcohol's a drug, and if you are legally allowed to drink it, then you can do that. Some drugs gang, boys. Some drugs. Anyways, guys, uh, before we talk ourselves into our graves, uh, we are going to go ahead and call it quits on the podcast. We're done. We're over. No more <laughs> until next week. Uh, but for now, we're quitting. Forever. For now. Uh, but, wow. guys, I know it's big. It's big. Uh, guys, decisive. Kraken zero stars that Bradley, uh, Vac is back and Zemu. Thank you guys so much for the follows today. Uh, we are vibing. We may or may not be working on trying to do two streams a week to try to get the channel affiliated. Um, but either way, not a huge deal. We will be back here. Uh, if you guys couldn't tell, we did change the date and time for the podcast since we are actually currently doing the podcast on a different day at a different time than normal. Uh, we'll do something to announce that or whatever. Who the fuck cares? Um, but basically, we're going to be doing it on Saturdays now just because some of us have things to do on Friday and it kind of interferes and Andy's always rushing home from work and speeding and, you know, allegedly. Um, not, it hasn't been proven. Um, Christian's always, you know, just being cute over there. Um, Two weeks ago, I got a 73 and a 35 going for the boys pod ass. Hashtag dedication. Allegedly. Hypothetically, Mr. FBI man. Um, <laughs> hypothetically, that's what he would do if he were right. ever to maybe be right. late. That, that didn't happen right. because he wasn't late. But know? now, now we're doing it on Saturdays uh, for the boys podcast live, ladies and gentlemen. These are my friends, Andy and Christian. Waves vigorously. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for stopping by. Uh, who should we? Oh my god, I went big screen. How did I do that? Oh no! Oh, on me! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Give me back! All right. Uh, 
<laughs> he goes, 